our episode on silent play, I'm going to ask you a question that is gonna you're going to have to answer that fits in with the theme. What's your favorite song that has to do with silence? No, because it's, it's uh, Sound of Silence. I don't think there's any other options. There's a few others that... What are the other options? I thought of them the other day, and I should have written them down. Because there's only the Sound of Silence. No, I'm just going to be uh, the standard here and say uh, French fries, waffle fries, onion rings, or tater tots. It's not have anything to do with silence. No, it doesn't. But, you know, I've, I've, sometimes you sit around, you wonder of your friends what side dish they'd like to get at a burger shot. It really French depends fries, on... waffle fries... Onion rings. Or tater tots. Or tater tots. Curly fries. He's actually got a good point there. Mm-hmm. They're seasoned. It depends on the available condiments. Like, if you can get cheese and bacon thrown on that shit, They're good I'd all, say waffle, ba- uh, waffle fries. Yeah, waffle fries but good. if you only have, like, a dipping sauce, probably a tater tot or a nice, like, thinly cut, crunchy, crispy uh, French fry. Not those soggy things that just are limp and they fall right over. I also like a nice onion ring. Just like one, though. Yeah. yeah. I wish that I could just go to a restaurant of some kind and they would just serve me a hulking basket of all of these mixed together. With some cheddar cheese, bacon, chives. I'm sure you could order red onions. All the fried thing at, uh, Fat Shack. Sure. But I also Fat, left Our off sponsor for today's episode. Hash browns. Sometimes hash browns are the best. Mm-hmm. But hash browns are just like breakfast food. Breakfast food is usually the best. Uh, I agree. Because you know what? You can almost eat anything for breakfast. That's my entire diet philosophy. Is just eat whatever you want for breakfast. And then not eat the rest of the day? And then not eat the rest of the day. Unless someone gives Unless you a pack someone, of Snickers. If someone gives you a box of Snickers, you eat that box of Snickers. That's, just, <laughs> that's the way that the world works. I'm sorry. So this comes as part of a gift, a birthday gift, that um, my neighbor got me. And it had um, nerds in it. It had um, jelly beans, hot tamales. No, the jelly beans are mine. Uh, It also had Snickers and um, Smarties and a couple of other things, sweet tarts. Um, But she said that all the candy reminded her of me. And I was like, okay, nerds I get, Smarties I get, sweet tarts maybe. But I don't know. What what about a a Snicker? They all have an adjective in them or or a noun that describes a person. So you've got hot, you've got sweet. And you've got nerd. I don't know mm. what Snickers says about a person. Uh, maybe funny. That was the best one I could think of. But she was like, oh, all of them no, made me that's think definitely of you. It. That's definitely it. Yeah. That's mo- it's like, oh, we're all snickering like a bunch of sixth graders. Snickerers. My favorite song about quiet or silence is Silent Night. Oh, Holy Night. Yeah. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the mystery of the Snicker compliment. And the the French fried side dish mm-hmm. arguments yes. much more than this. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I guess we should go ahead and get to the topic. We are KinkCast. We are a sex-positive podcast that is about... Sex. Fetishes and alternative sexual lifestyles with a different one each week as our focus. This week's focus is silent play, mm-hmm. otherwise known as... Silent play. Otherwise known as silent play. Otherwise known as does it have another name? Couldn't find any other names. Couldn't find much to do about this at all. They got the joke better. Yeah, looking at silence fetish or silent fetish or silence kink, um, or you know, like silence sex, silent sex. Um, all of those turned up weird things, including musical albums by. Uh, a group called Fetish that's called Silence. Yeah, that was a uh, that one really <laughs> fucked up the search algorithms this week. 
Fetish, silence. Oh, great. There's a band. Great. Yes. Or what is Apple's fetish with silence? I was like, fuck it. Come on, man. Yeah, I have no idea, but it was fun to try and research Even looking up silent play, mostly just came up with plays Mm -hmm. in which they were silent the whole time. Which is funny. Have you ever been to one of those? No. Boring. Yeah, I would assume so. Which reminds me of that most awesome of literary works, uh, Gargantua and Pantagruel, in which Pantagruel is approached by a scholar named Talmast and asks him to basically have a highfalutin conversation about all things divine and holy and amazing and ends up like basically gesturing a whole bunch of signs. He basically wants to have the entire conversation with no words at all, only gestures. And this guy that's like Pantagruel's um, sidekick shows up and he's like, hey, I got this, buddy. You don't have to worry about this. I'll debate this guy and I'm going to make him make him shit vinegar. Wait, shit and piss vinegar. <clears throat> so anyways, Audience, if you're lost. Kind of interesting. We are too. They do a whole bunch of strange gestures and that things. That reminds me of the and movie then- Silence. <laughs> One where the, uh, the there's the little dummy who's going shh. Yep. Yeah, this fetish just made me think of mimes. Mimes got to, you know, they got to have sex too. Yeah, well, and I also thought about that also, that um, little uh, puppet guy who did the puppets in the, like, he's a ventriloquist. Um, And he had the mummy guy. No, it was... Jeff Dunham? Yeah, Jeff Dunham. Jeff Dunham. (laughs) And he had his... He had his... <laughs> we were thinking two very different people. They're both hacks, though. So um, he basically had a puppet that would say "Silence." Oh yeah, I kill you. But that was yeah. uh, that oh, was their uh, that was racist. It was very racist or Islamophobic. He came to I my very private Christian high school one year. That's exciting. Did he you get, to, get the picture with him? No, I oh. didn't care about him. He, that was before he was cool. Oh, it was back when he was just Jeff Dunham's struggling ventriloquist. It was back whenever he was a Christian performer. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Yep. It's back cool, before Jeffy. he uh, sold out and went to Vegas and has a Vegas show. He has a Vegas show? Yeah. Everybody's got a Vegas show. I don't have... Meatloaf has one, and I'm definitely not Meatloaf, I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears has one. Yep. Good for her. Celine Dion has one. Speaking of uh, silence... Even dead guys <laughs> have one. I mean, Elvis still performs there. He does. But on bump. How does he still perform there? Because all the Elvis, Elvis impersonators. impersonators. Oh, okay, I get it. I get it. It just took me a second. Just took Aww, me a second. He I lives love you. on. He look. He lives on. So this, like every fetish of all time ever, can fit into a lot of different boxes. Mm-hmm. This could definitely be a BDSM thing, but could uh, also definitely what I be. I saw it is mostly a BDSM thing. It could fit into other things as well, like um, horrible, horrible misogyny. Yes. And it can also fit into a Scientology thing, because think about it. Isn't it in Scientology, whenever a woman gives birth, she's not supposed to make any noise? I did not know that. That doesn't surprise me. No, that's when you're clear. Oh. Well, like the baby could no be one... upset if you have, if you, if you moan or cry or scream. Well, I heard that's why well, you're pregnant, like every negative emotion you say imprints on the baby. But no one is, oh. no one is clear. <laughs> no one is actually clear because... Mm-hmm. It's just a Ponzi scheme. I thought Aaron oh, okay. Hubbard was clear. He might have been clear after he died, but we also know he's dead. he didn't die. He left his body behind and he ascended. To yeah. that planet? That one planet? That one planet. Yeah. Sure. The planet where Tom Cruise and John Travolta can finally make love without judgment. Finally. <laughs> Darn, uh, no camera's present. No, just I know. Yeah, so uh, silent play in particular is a form of sex play where one partner... The Wait, submissive. I gotta guess. I'm gonna guess. 
I'm going to guess. They can't make any noise. They're not supposed to make any They have to stay perfectly quiet. If they do, they got to be silent. If they do make noise, then uh, they are uh, punished. Yeah. What about sex noises? Can we talk about sex no, noises? No, they're not allowed to make sex noises. No, no, no. Yeah, not but- not sex noises, but like literally the the fat, fat, fat of the noise. Oh. For lack of a better way I to explain it. I thought you were talking about it. like people's natural sex noises. That would fall, yeah. that would fall naturally into a subcategory of this, or at least I consider it mm-hmm. uh, ninja sex. Okay, that's the like thing the that gets me. That. Like, who it really likes to? Who really likes to hear the fat, fat, fapping? Well, I think that there are some people, specifically mm-hmm. um, people with roommates or cheaters or people who are in their parents' garage slash guest mm-hmm. room, mm-hmm. and you just kind of have to be entirely quiet. That mm-hmm. is ninja sex. Yeah, I mean, I think everyone's been there at least once. Yeah, ninja, oh, yeah. ninja sex as a like subcategory of this doesn't really fit into it as a fetish because it is more of like utility where it's like oh i'm having sex where other people can hear me so but anywhere where there's utility someone could form a psychological bond with something i mean as we've discussed mm-hmm. well then they, it would lead into silent play but but silent play doesn't have to be dsm someone could have really enjoyed the idea of trying to keep it quiet and i imagine part of the utility of it could become to a part of a what is it called? Know, Exhibitionism. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Yeah. What I'm is. just trying to forge conversation on a very thin trying, topic. I am right? trying to as well. That's why I'm saying that is what that is called. It is called ninja sex. We are trying to both the part both partners are trying to be as quiet as possible as well as keeping their environment as silent as possible. And my point is that there are people who could be into exhibitionism with no hint of BDSM, and they're into the mutual. No moaning, no groaning, nothing noisy around them. So if you pull it off, does that, make you a ninja? <gasps> does that make you a sex ninja? Useful for sex in public places. Yes. You have to be ordained to be a ninja. Damn. I've Cat. carried that out one or two times, especially with squeaky beds. Like bonus points if you have to like hold the bed together or away from the wall. It's always a really masculine feeling when you have to hold a piece of furniture together. Yeah. While, while you're know. having sex. Yeah. yeah. You feel a- like a carpenter mm-hmm. who's fucking. Mm-hmm. With a loofah that's covered in raspberry <laughs> jelly. Oh, nice. Oh. Why raspberry jelly? Looks like blood, you know. And that's on <laughs> next week's episode, <laughs> talking about the new American Pie movie. Just riffing. Uh, so silent play, <laughs> the submissive is not allowed to make a sound, mm-hmm. uh, or they are, will be punished. Uh, it is sometimes enforced through the use of a gag or a hood, but most people who engage in this as submissives believes that it is put upon them to learn how to control themselves without the use of a gag or hood. So they keep quiet no matter what but when, on, of their own volition. A huge appeal of a gag and a hood being the sound of someone trying to make noise. And does the sounds of people trying to make noise fit mm-hmm. into silent play? Okay. Gurgling. Like, what, whoa, whoa. Chris? What the <laughs> fuck do you want from me? Then that necessarily wouldn't be silent play, because silent play is the sexual attraction to someone who isn't making any noise. But then would not fit under the same roof of people trying to make noise and not being able to? Well, no, because it's not necessarily about that. Every Because teenager... you're the, the fucking czar of sex and sex terminology? You no, because I the did the research crowd? on it. I didn't do the research exactly. on it. Exactly! <laughs> <laughs> All right, you two. Any any Being teenager of their own accord is an important part of the slave training. Quote slave training and a great deal of fo- requires a great deal of focus and composure. It recommends focusing on the dom's voice or actions, breathing out when there's pain or pressure applied. 
Dana's been trying to say breathing out quietly, right? Yes. What makes me th- this makes me think of like any time a teenager is trying to like have some self love time in the shower or elsewhere, <laughs> and somebody can like is in like in the room next door or something. And you're like, okay, I need to be really really quiet. No, that's when you assert dominance and make as much noise as possible. <laughs> Like but when you're like a teenager, Kevin. they're like, exactly. you don't even know about sex yet. And it's like, no, I've been beating off for years. Thanks. Like, I don't know. It's kind of interesting. I've heard that if you think, if you think you're being like stealthy wow. about it, your parents still know. <sighs> That's what I've always heard. My poor parents. You just got to have podcasts, running a shower. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Loud towel music. underneath your door. Yeah. And then it's like. Man, he he's jerking off to some weird shit. I just heard about Jeffrey Dahmer all day in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I can see how there would be uh, it would be analogous to sex if you mm-hmm. had the silence that comes to the the uh, rushing point where it finally becomes loud. Mm-hmm. Where silent plays the build up, silence is the build up, and the release is sound. And so, yeah. well, orgasm comes. Yeah, it's also like interesting escalation. to think about um, the people that are you know like different sex partners have different preferences. Some people prefer people to be very quiet about things. Um, other people are like, no, be as loud as you want. Be as loud as you can. I really like noise. So I guess it's kind of dependent upon who you're playing with as well. Well, let's take a step away from fetishdom yeah. and just have a conversation about sex noise and the different types of profiles there are. Because it's one of those things that, especially when you're a newcomer to sex have Well, a great question to start off the show then would have been, do you enjoy silence or noise during sex, Tommy? No, because we don't go into our personal preferences. I personally enjoy noise. Thank you, Chris. Now that's in my head, and I'll never forget it. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, if you ever come and like visit his house whenever he's busy in another room, all you're here is gonna like like chimpanzee noises and like growls well, like a lion. That's and... only because I always have Jumanji on. <laughs> <laughs> Which one? The original. Not the one with Rock the Dwayne's Johnson? No. I would feel emasculated by watching that one yeah, while trying to have so. sex. Just cry as you're trying to... Never mind. Yeah. Never mind. Tears. Right. Have we already done tear play? Has tear play no. been an episode? No. Has that been the pipelines for us? We will, we will definitely write that one in. Remind me at the end of the episode. No, but some people don't make noise. I call them like Mormons. Mannequins. Or mannequins. I call them shameful ones. They're ashamed of the noises that they make. Well, some people just don't make noises. Mm -hmm. I tried that for a long time until I decided to claim my uh, sexuality. No, and well, the thing is, like, whenever I first started having sex, I was raised Catholic. So, like, obviously, the very first time I had sex, I was pretty sure I was going to get smote. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But then, like, after a year or two of having sneaky, quiet sex. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'm going to just be loud now. And so it is such as it is upon you, or whatever the Catholic thing is. As it is, so it is upon is, so it is upon you as well. Sure. Hey, peace be with you and also with you. What am I thinking of? The Catholic thing. There's a As lot such of it is, may it such be that it is also upon you... Within the confines of a thirty-day period, I think as defined within this contract, you are thinking of peace be with you, and then and also with you, which is the response Mm -hmm. from the priest. But there's a longer version of it where it's super like lawyery and contracted. Are you thinking of the the Lord's Prayer? No, I don't know, man. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Offered within a sixty-day period, and thus (laughs) null and void. Um. (laughs) 
by violations as <laughs> stated in the paragraph above. I think you're Unless confusing the bar the with contract. the Bible. But on bunch. That's a good. You you Thank were talking you. over a great joke that Dana made. Yeah. I have you, it's my second cup of coffee. Okay. You smothered it. It's okay. But yeah, uh That's what he does to the girls to keep them quiet too. <laughs> keeps the pillow over their faces. A lot of uh a lot Mercy of guys are them. naturally quieter during sex because uh during their formative periods when a lot of guys are masturbating a lot, they try to keep quiet and then that kind of that transfers over to I thought dudes just didn't make as much noise. I They're thought, focused. They're task-oriented. Well, I just thought that what it really was is that, like, the male orgasm is, like, a little grenade and the female mm-hmm. orgasm is a nuclear bomb. And so, like, it's just not as overwhelming. I mean, I usually sing. I don't I don't have a response to that one. I'm not going to bother with that. <laughs> I work out. <laughs> no, it's show tunes. Jeez. Oh, I'm sorry. Um... I don't know. I think that's that's interesting. <laughs> which which brings me to this other question. There are a lot of guys that are really quiet. I think most guys are just. I think that's just. A, I mean, a, what is gender? But I mean, I think dudes are just generally more yeah. quiet. Which I is why know. I don't know if this is true, and I'd be really curious to see what people would think about a like um, non heteronormative kind of relationship. But like, I don't know. I, it's so rare to find a guy who actually makes noise. It's sexy when they do make noise. They're all subtle. I don't know. I've never had sex uh, with a man. Oh, okay. Um, I've been in the, the room over <laughs> men having loud sex. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. I just... I, I, I haven't watched a lot of pornography. I've had this conversation, though. Well, and that's what makes me curious. Like, I know... I don't want to say most guys because I don't even know. Do most guys prefer loud women? Uh, so there's supposed to be the idea, and I remember this is definitely a college thing you hear. Mm-hmm. And I remember hearing this when I was like 19: is that the louder a girl is, the better you are. But I think just there are women who fake, fake volume. Oh yeah, and I think that's definitely a thing. And um, I don't know. You never want to, you know, say someone's doing something only for attention, but. I think as far as the people who make, like, crazy loud amount of noise, mm-hmm. I think the majority of them are faking it. Mm-hmm. Talk about, like, the people who, like, scream so loud that, like, the apartment block or dorm room hates them. Mm-hmm. We had one of those in my hallway. The wine glasses shatter. Where it's just, like, <laughs> they can't fathom, like, the idea. And uh, I don't know. It's It sounds like an exorcism is being performed. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know one's not being performed as the block over? Well, just because it's weekly. <laughs> Usually it's possessed a lot. Is there a cat fight going on is that, outside? Is that where you heard your Catholic rituals from? <laughs> Were you um, watching uh, Law and Order? Just on my way to chemistry every morning. Jesus. Passing by. The last rites, followed by the exorcism. And Father, be you with me and thee and thou. As I should not have is. mentioned my Catholic upbringing. Now As I such it. it is, so it is. So because of that which so days. it is. Where did you get the 30 days part? That's the part I, I want to know. I just slipping into contract language. <laughs> oh my God. Um, That's funny. No, have you guys encountered those stereotypes too? I have. I've been told that it's like... I don't know. This is a thing like, okay, being a young, impressionable girl, like learning about sex from porn, (laughs) you're supposed to be really loud and guys really like that apparently. But then when I was like, okay, I'm just going to not try to be loud. I'm just going to make whatever noises I feel necessary to. It's like, okay, maybe I don't need to be that loud, but 
whenever the, you know, I don't know. It depends. I think everyone has different levels of volume and different choice of words for when those things happen. Well, as, as we always say, communication is important mm-hmm. in sex and, uh, like the noises that are made are in are part of that communication as well where it's mm-hmm. like you know say my name or <laughs> or just like oh she makes more noises when i do this specific tell thing. me where mm-hmm. i'm fucking you. So. yeah does that feel good does that feel bad slow down speed up to the left How to the do right you feel about a finger to the left to the asshole. left Tom, tommy is literally playing clips from when he has had sex last <laughs> <laughs> no that's not a simulation oh, well, this is the bottom of the barrel. How you, how you doing? How you doing down there? You okay? Down there. <laughs> down there. Oh no! Just stop. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like the noises are part of that communication as well, or can mm-hmm. be part of that communication as well, where it's like a signal. It's like okay, she likes it when I do this, or vice versa. Yeah, like, it's literally body language at its height. It is body language. Well, it's not body language because you're making noises. But it's... Gestures. It can be... You know what I mean, though. It's body language in the sense of sounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. can also, like... This is, I guess, where we should probably talk about, like, safe words. When you don't have the ability... When you're playing, like, doing BDSM sort when you're of doing play, play. Yeah. You have to use some kind of a gesture or a tap on the shoulder, tap you know, out. I feel like if you're doing silent play, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the idea of a safe word is that you're breaking from the game. Mm-hmm. So if you're doing silent play, a safe word has all that much more power because now when you say banana, you've mm-hmm. spoken for one. Unless they do have a hood or a gag. Yeah. But we've been over that on this show 100,000 times is that if you are wearing something that constrains your mouth, you have to have a symbol like mm-hmm. a tap out or putting an L on your forehead. <laughs> Like or, Smash Mouth tells you. Yes. Or no, that clapping means, three times. That means go harder because I want to be smashed. On my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> hey, now. Hey, now. You're an all-star. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like there are some negative connotations with this fetish as well. I'm yeah. creeped out. And you should, I mean, it's always wrong to use that word in this show, but... It does sound it from the very basic of it. It sounds very misogynistic. Yeah, and so not for the BDSM angle because I get it because BDSM is taking negative situations and kind of subverting them mm. for 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 pleasure. So I get that. But mm. the idea of this in a non BDSM situation of just like I can only fuck if the, it's complete silence. That's a little serial killery to me, yeah. which is probably the kink shamiest thing I've ever well, said on the show. It's also kind of it's that old saying that. Has no fit in society that uh, women should be seen and not heard. I heard it was sort of was felt. <gasps> That's a good point. You I didn't ever, even think about that. You ever yeah. heard that? No, I've totally heard it before. I just didn't think about it when it came to this. Yeah, but, you I know. thought it was. Po- <laughs> Frankly, I thought it was children should be seen and not heard. It goes both ways. Oh. That's um, right, because they were basically the same thing for a while. That's yeah. right. You can always tell a Milford man. <sighs> That's a good arrest development callback. Mm-hmm. For all you keep exploring at home, just just a reference, reference, callbacks. Fighting, yeah. But the, this this fetish is one of those that, uh, and it's difficult to word this. So I, I want to see if you, if you guys can help me out on this. It's one of those that doesn't seem like it's something that's been developed to. It seems more like a fear of something, in the sense of a fear of getting caught. Um, well, for one, that that goes into exhibitionism, and that's fine. And yeah. that, that's the angle I prefer to look at. As this is. 
aroused by the idea of having to keep quiet, at mm-hmm. which point it's kind of a byproduct more than it is the central focus. Um, no, but the, the idea of someone who could only be enjoying sex if their partner is completely quiet, that it doesn't feel like typical BDSM in a way. It feels, uh, there's a word I'm looking for here. Power, like a power hungry. I don't know. I'm thinking of a word that's almost like immature, but just not quite in control of your emotions yet. Yeah. Like, all like inexperienced or just. Don't give me any feedback because I'm afraid of feedback. Filled with self doubt. I mean, I was just watching clips of um, American Psycho before we came over here. Mm-hmm. And it seems like something Patrick Bateman would be into. Is that how you get ready for the podcast? I watch American <laughs> Psycho every week <laughs> without fail. Uh,. Yeah, but there's also coming from the other end, like, if you look at it from a submissive's perspective, it is, like, almost in, like, the ultimate form of, like, Mm self-control. Yeah, but I'm not not watching it from BDSM, because I understand it on BDSM. It's torturous, and, you know, BDSM is torture. I'm looking at it from this perspective of someone who is not engaging in this as BDSM. This is... Almost like masochism that's not being sanctioned through the BDSM. Mm-hmm. Just forcing Fan. someone yeah. and getting something out of forcing someone else to be quiet. Yes, I'm imagining a one night stand where someone is like not engaging in this as BDSM, like whips and chains. Like, mm-hmm. hey, I don't like any fucking noise. Keep fucking quiet. And we keep being heteronormative, male on female. Yeah. But you can reverse roles on that, make it female on male or male on male, female well, on I, female, non-binary yeah. on one, non-binary, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, until the sun explodes. But a person saying to another person, don't fucking make any noise. It's a little, it's creepy. A little creepy. That's a, like, that kind of reminds me of a girl that I once knew that, like, she was slightly into, like, mild BDSM, like, getting tied up and, like, wearing corsets and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, We're all and, a little bit into BDSM. But the uh, the, the guy that uh, she was seeing was, like, none of that. Like, the she once said that she tried to dress up for him, and he essentially, like, kicked her out of the bedroom and was like, no, that we're not going to have any of that. And uh, only engaged in... Uh, uh, missionary sex with like all the lights off, and that's like the it. And I was just like, <clears throat> milk toast. Sounds yeah, like a like a shame like complex. He's very like repressed. Yeah. Sex in the dark, but yeah. sex with the lights <clears throat> off. A missionary position forever. That's a good what song. I constrain is miserable chains, silent love in the extra trees. I like it. Did you just write that? I'm just killing time. That's good. So, uh, yeah, uh, Silent Play, there's not much about because it's not really like a fetish. It's more of like a... It's like a supporting role. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it plays into a bunch of other fetishes, which I find kind of interesting because I mean, we've talked a little bit about... Uh, we've talked about voyeurism. Do we talk about exhibitionism? Yeah, we talked about exhibitionism. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Part of fucking it. in the woods. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because part of a ninja sex is that it is good for exhibitionism Mm -hmm. because you know it's like oh we're at a dinner party let's go to the bathroom you know fuck real quick i'll get the wd-40 (laughs) to kick the squeak out of your vagina (laughs) (laughs) must be new if it's still squeaking (laughs) quiet as a pair of mimes it's like uh it's like dorothy with the tin man 
Oh my goodness gracious. Gotta lube up his joints. <laughs> Need to take some fish oil. Kissing quietly is difficult. I remember that from being a teenager. Because mm-hmm. you think that that'd be easy to kiss quietly, but you can hear people kissing from through through a room. Because mm-hmm. it is a distinct noise like nothing else. Mm-hmm. If you gave me audio of a man viciously eating a chili dog, and then you gave me audio of a man viciously kissing his hand. And then you gave me audio of a man viciously kissing another pair of lips. Mm-hmm. I can tell you which is which. And I ain't wow. special. I think that's everybody. Are you sure you that's... don't watch too many videos of a man eating chili dogs? I've watched a lot of chili dog videos. It's part of the weird Sonic the Hedgehog community. Um, which meets our weekly obligation for the week. Thank um, you. Thank you, Tommy. That was uh, but what was I saying? Yeah, I, I think that certain sounds... Um, are built into our subconscious, kind of like uh, how thunder and lion roars are like built into us. And I think the sound of kissing is one of those things that uh, is built into our DNA before we even taught what it is. I think so too. I think we were we, well, we yeah, recognize no, that noise, is. even uh, like monkeys kiss. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, and the whole idea of kissing is that isn't it swapping? Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be uh, swapping like germs. It's supposed to be like a form of uh, like. Like a like evolved form of vaccination, yeah, something like that, where you are essentially like sharing germs and antibodies through your mouth. So everyone should be kissing more often. Yeah. Yep. We already know hugs are good for you. Kissing, hugs are good for you. Kissing mm-hmm. butts. What's and... the science on this? Eating ass is what that's called, Chris. It's called analingus. And if you want to end a first date fast, bring yes. up analingus. Uh, we did talk about how uh, being held is very good for you back in our frotage episode. Frotage episode. Mm-hmm. Frotage. Uh, we did talk about that. Being one. held is very important for a person's psyche. And that people who are hugged more are generally. Uh, happier. happier. And people who are hugged less are more likely to end up listening want... to Pink Floyd albums in the bath with a bottle of whiskey. <laughs> Tommy is talking about himself because, <laughs> as he said on that episode, he hates being hugged. 2015 was a dark time. <laughs> Specifically, Time by Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> dark Side of the Moon followed up by Time. Yeah, well, Time is, uh, yeah. is a song from Dark Side. I know. Okay. Dark Time. Dark time. Dark. Okay, no, that's good. That's good. It was a lot of the wall, though, really. Um, no animals? I, animals is good for, like, a better place. <laughs> and, like, Pink Floyd, the, uh, sorry, the the wall is, like, Brock Bottom. Dark side is creativity. Animals is physical activity. And then... Um, what about money? That's off of Dark Side. Dark side I'm talking about albums um, here. But now I'm just being a 50s white dad. Yeah. Not 1950s, 50-year-old white dad talking about Pink Floyd albums. Um, so different from the rest of your life. I have other hobbies. Let's talk about let's talk about North Texas real estate. That's um, not a hobby. It's a career. Um, let's talk. I have one thing that I think would make a really interesting segment into this. Does it have to do with the actual topic of yes. the episode? Oh shit. It does. Finally. I forgot. <laughs> I've been saving I've been saving this for whenever things got thin. Um, oh, you've been saving it for when things got thin? <laughs> is what it, happened to the last twenty minutes? Is it the is it the Piper at the Gates of Dawn? 
No. Okay. So I had a fun time. There are multiple different kinds of groups on FetLife for silence-related fetishes. And some of the names are- I always are forget about that website. Fantastic. I love going there for research because none of you other guys look at it. I, I tried <laughs> no, joining good for and research, right? it was intimidating. Oh, you just join and then you don't They ask do your anything. phone number. Oh, okay. It's yeah, terrifying. Maybe I want to do that. He's like a fake phone number. Um, yeah, eight verify. six seven five three on oh. Yeah, you, they they don't just ask for your phone number; they ask to verify. You, can, you know, you can get services that give you like a fake phone number through an app. Mm-hmm. That's true. I joined. I'm on there now. I, oh, okay. I bit the bullet. Yeah. Oh, okay, we should be. <laughs> so, we're so it looks solve, like I have a friend on there. We're trying to solve a problem that doesn't exist. No, mm-hmm. yeah, we're just we're just wheel spinning at this point. So I did find some groups, um, one of which is called Ball Gags and All Silence Gags, uh, where people can go in and talk about um, the different kinds of gear that they use to What's it. It's an all silence gag silence. versus a ball gag. Um, it's all silence gags. So anything used to silence someone, A.E. like silence methods like duct tape, rope. Muscles. Underwear shoved in the mouth, ball, and other gags. Gags, not hoods. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not hoods. I did see the Gwendolyn hood. Yes, What's there are. Gwendolyn hood? Gwendolyn hood is a hood where uh, the it's a leather hood where or leather or latex where the things that is cut at, the hole that's cut out is just around your eyes and then it ends just below your nose, so you don't have a mouth hole. Yeah. So it's a ski mask without a mouth hole. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's an easier way to express that. Anyways, continue. It's a Gwendolyn hood. Gwendolyn. Yeah, um, there's a whole bunch of different kinds of hoods. There's some that are made to look like animals and things, too, which is kind of fun. But uh, this particular group has, guess how many members? 28,000. 1,156. You definitely were Very good. Very good. There's also um, another group that's literally just called Silence. And it's a group dedicated. There's nothing there. Yeah, there's. Well, that's funny. Um, it says group dedicated to silence. There are 25 members, but no discussion. That's funny. If you find the group and join it or look at it, like look at you know what's going on. I'm just gonna edit out all the audio. Yeah, (laughs) it's literally. There's no discussion, which is hilarious, and I think very, very pun or uh, funny. Uh, Literally nothing. Um, then there's also another group called. Your hand over my mouth to silence my moans. Guess how many members are in there? A one, and it's the guy who created the group. No. Two hundred. To silence my moans. Eighteen hundred and five people. Oh, wow. That's the biggest one so far. Yeah. And there's one of my very favorite ones, which I'm not sure. This is kind of a little bit scary, but it's called Silence is Golden and Duct Tape is Silver. I've seen t-shirts that say that. That's one of those, like, uh, you know those Wine Mom Mm -hmm. t-shirts? There's, like... Rebellious eleven-year-old T-shirts. Yeah, and that's that's one of them. I saw a T-shirt today that said "Give me pizza, not attitude." <gasps> that's funny. I like it. I saw a wine mom shirt the other day. <laughs> <laughs> so is this like a like a handy man dad T-shirt? Silence is golden. Yeah, duct tape is yeah. silver. It definitely is like <laughs> with a big dog hat. Because uh-huh. <laughs> they're a big dog. <laughs> definitely wearing cargo shorts with the big pockets. Yeah. You have a t-shirt that says uh, silence is golden, duct tape is silver, and a big dog hat, and then a faded tribal tattoo. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's harsh. Uh, there are 330... Do you have on the back of your yes. Subaru? <laughs> there are 333 <laughs> members. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dana. And one of them's tucked in the purse of the passenger seat. Ooh, yeah. damn. <laughs> All right, sorry. 
had to go there. It's just too easy. Uh, we're going to discuss people who are into the fetish of being in perfect silence. Like soundproofing a room and then fucking all regular style inside of it. Ooh, soundproofing. I mean, so I one do, of those like super quiet rooms, like a recording booth. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna assume people's sexualities. I'm gonna go ahead and use the word weird here, as in uh, unique. There are some very unique sexual. I am profiles sure there, out there is someone that is into that. So, well, someone who's but, into perfect silence when they fuck. I can imagine that. Imagine if you got like five kids at home and like they're screaming all the time, and like your phone's going off, and lumber is always coming up <laughs> to your office, and just like to be able to like fuck in a, like in an environment that's just like. Yeah, but that'd be nice. That's not even perfect silence. You can, you're making a noise because there that's are the sound of silence. But there are rooms that are like, like, built to be a like super. And they silent. make you go crazy. They I make know. you go crazy. Yeah, you hear the whispers from the other side. Yeah, yeah. You well, you start hearing your own heartbeat and that kind of thing in your chest, and you hear your veins running. That's yeah. creepy as heck. Yeah. Uh, well, I wanted to get that in there. So um, yeah, fucking in that room uh, might be fun because you're both going insane. Well, no, actually, thinking about it, if you were alone in one of those rooms and you start to lose your mind and then like a little panel opens and it's your lover. And when you begin to <clears throat> you begin to copulate, you know, you can hear each other's like hearts and veins running and shit. That I can hear your cool. penis and throbbing. You, that you could hear the blood directing to that area that, if your ears were that attuned. Then you realize awesome. that she never existed and that you've been in a coma for the last 30 years and all of your life has been meaningless. But and problem, it's a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. I don't wait, know what? about Wes Anderson. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Isle of Dogs has gotten nothing on this. <laughs> wait, is that the end of Isle of Dogs? Damn it, Tommy. You know, the, the, the twist of that movie is no. that if you say its name, it's I Love Dogs. Aww. I Love Dogs. I thought the twist of the movie was that. I've not seen it yet. Do not all of the All of the dogs are played by white actors and not a single minority, even though the movie takes place in Japan. You know what? I'm gonna Wes Anderson ahead. doesn't have black people. It's I'm going to go ahead and grant a pass for one. Oh. I'm gonna, Wes Anderson gets a pass, which I guess they can... Alex Jones can talk about liberal <laughs> bias about race, but <laughs> oh, I'm giving boy. Wes Anderson a pass. <laughs> I don't think it's intentional. Um, white people need culture. <laughs> Inclusion so writer. Let us we... have French toast and Wes Anderson. So we'd be like, well, you're white. Don't you have anything to be proud of? It's like, yes, we invented French toast and we have Wes yes. Anderson. White pride is very important. <laughs> no. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying everyone should be able to be proud of the culture and heritage they come from. And whiteness does not look very good as of late because of all the evil, heinous acts and also the president. And Mel Gibson, the next president. Do you have Confederate underwear on? No. Oh. I'm just saying. That's if, just his if tattoo. Everyone was in a hippie circle and we were all on little drums and it was like, I want everyone in this room to say one nice thing about their people and their heritage. I would say Wes Anderson. What do you mean? But it has to be current day. It can't be, you know, the past. Imperialism. Uh, <laughs> I was I was going back and I was trying to think of someone like something like innocuous from the past that I almost said Scott Joplin, but he's black. All right, let's go ahead and redirect. <laughs> Abraham back Lincoln. To silence. Come on. Uh, silence is golden. Duct tape is silver. Abraham Lincoln was okay. Well, this was a fun tirade we went into here. <laughs> so many, I don't even know how we got there. Don't know. Forty-two. Oh, that means we can probably wrap up. <laughs> Don't even know how we got to the point that we are at. 
Uh, Isle of Dogs came up because Dana does not understand what Wes Anderson movies are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because Dana she thinks thought they were bad. Wes Anderson movies has like insane asylum, and I think she confused him with uh, uh, Paul W.S. Anderson. Yeah, or uh, he did Resident Evil movies, right? Uh, that yeah. is another possibly one Wes of them. Anderson. They they Different all Anderson. they all have Anderson names, and one is Paul Anderson. PTSD Anderson. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Um, let's move right back into this fetish, and which I have nothing more to say about. And maybe we should move on to the FDI. There's a uh, or product corner. Product corner. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of uh, like harnesses uh, that you can get that go around your face that used to be used as torture devices and are now used as a uh, sex. So that's fun. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of ways to make somebody quiet. Orange slices. Gwendolyn hoods. Pop tarts. Gwendolyn hoods can vary because those can also be used in bank robberies. Ovipositors. You give someone. <laughs> you some... shove that down their throat, they're not going to speak in a while. <laughs> you take Pop tarts, you crush them up into crumbs, you roll mm-hmm. them in with some frosting, and then dip them in a harder frosting, and now you got Pop tart cake pops. You give that to somebody, they're going to shut their goddamn mouth for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, because their but lips they're are still... going to pucker from the sweetness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're going to be like, mmm, this is delicious. Mm-hmm. Diabetic coma right there on the spot. And then they're going to say And that becomes a, a different <laughs> fetish. <laughs> oh, coma oh, fetish? Oh, my goodness. Oh, we should do that. No. Coma well, fetish? Yeah, we should. I mean, that's one of the illicit ones. Yeah, no, it's, a, so it's, a it's a, like a nightingale fetish. Define nightingale for me. No, not nightingale. Wait, no, yeah, that's right. The nurse, the nurse that fell in love with her patient. Yeah, I think he's right. Yeah, that's a very famous, like, nightingale syndrome or whatever, where someone falls in love with the person they're taking care of. (gasps) That's a fetish? Yeah, it's, like, a hugely popular one, especially in fiction. Oh, dude. Okay, we'll have to add that to the list. Munchausen's, I guess. Yeah, we'll have to fit fit that into our schedule. Munchausen's. Munchausen's by proxy, if she is keeping them injured. Mm-hmm. Like misery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Munchausen's is when you have a sickness and you want to continue it for attention. No, you're pretending you have a sickness. I thought, I thought it went both ways. You could either have it or be pretending. Maybe. There I know Munchausen whole... by proxy is forcing someone else or making someone else think they're sick. Yeah. Or feeding them stuff to make them sick. Yeah. Um, one thing that I would also mention is that there was also one <laughs> Another group that I found on FetLife that was specifically um, tucking wet panties or moist panties into a sub's mouth, which I thought was kind of interesting. Panties, underwear, whatever. I can get into Manties. It. So I was like, oh, is that a thing? Like, hmm. Manties are panties for Man- praying mantises? Yes. Oh. I call them mantis. Oh, manatees. I, I call them mantis because I think... I don't know. I is think that fancy funny. underwear for men or just no, underwear? No, it's just general underwear. Okay. I wear panties. Wait. My boyfriend oh. wears manties. So it's not like... It's just a joke. Oh, okay. Manties. I was imagining I wore boxer no. briefs for a long time. Then I went through a phase where I didn't wear underwear in my adult life. <laughs> and then finally, I ended up at a phase where every so often, I just buy myself a nice pair of like underwear with a funny pattern on it. Because mm-hmm. that's where my adult money goes. What, Chris? Nothing. Just being open and honest. Then what do you want to know? Then you'll become, you'll do the thing where you match them to your socks. Mm-hmm. That is a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and so that uh, brings us to our uh, first sponsor, uh, Warby <laughs> Parker. Oh, I thought you were going to MeUndies. <laughs> uh, Warby, Warby Parker? Parker and MeUndies. They make glasses. Oh. <laughs> so you can see the underwear with. Yeah, I was wondering what your joke was there. <laughs> no, I was gonna. I was trying to. A, that was a quick save, though. I'm going to give him credit on that. Uh, there's another save. one that does a. Uh, 
MeUndies type stuff. Yeah. I can't remember what they're called, though. I don't know, but they're starting to make boxer briefs for ladies. That's And I'm nice. like, I would go for that. Have you ever seen a picture of, like, a pretty lady and she's wearing, like, the Hanes men, men's underwear? And they have, like, the Hanes men's underwear that looks like a bra or uh-huh. is a bra? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, like Lilu from uh-huh. Boy Shorts. Fifth Element. Yeah, Boy Shorts. Yeah. I'm into the Boy Shorts that shit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's interesting. I'm into, like... Like tiny thongs or like big, long, like all the way, like men's, I don't know, boxer briefs underwear. Like yeah, there's no boy one shorts between. Are nice. Boy shorts are nice. <laughs> and cheekies, they let a little bit of the cheek show so that mm-hmm. it's like sexy and it kind of cuts it in half, but you can see The only see underwear it. I can't get behind is tidy whities for one mm-hmm. and two. For any- women or men? I either. Okay. Um, no granny panties, high waisted. No. No granny panties are awesome. That's different. Mm. Cause that's like that's like right. I'm so sexy. I'm kind of a grandma. That's like its own thing. Um, hey, what? Like librarian sexy. Fuck off, guys. Let's follow, let's follow this. I'm so sexy. I'm like a grandma. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna write <laughs> that one Continue on. on. Uh, <laughs> that's that's a new T-shirt. Grandmotherly, <laughs> librarianly, nerdy. I don't know, yeah. man. Yeah, you're not real. Okay. Grandma fetish. There we go. There we go. All right. Going to add um, that one to the books. They're just writing GILF. Oh, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, of course, things. Um, but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, underwear with Marvel superheroes on it creeps me out. I don't know. <gasps> really? Mm-hmm. Creeps me right the fuck out. Not Rick and Morty? That would creep me right the fuck out. That's how most girls learn not to, like, wet themselves as kids, though. Like, whenever you're doing potty training, it's like, oh, no. creeps me out. You don't want to pee on Ariel. Ariel doesn't like urine. Well, that's Disney. Oh, he's a Marvel. That made my Whatever. skin crawl a little bit. Really? I don't know why. Oh. Um, what if they're into that? People kay. peeing on themselves? Always oh, talked about that. That's another episode. Yeah, that's a whole like people pee peeing themselves. I missed that episode. Hey, do you have any products? Uh, gags, gags everywhere on every website, every anywhere. You ever. can also use food as a gag in case you're curious or want to try it. But they mm-hmm. can just swallow it. No, it's like if it's a really big orange slice, it's gonna take them some time. Oh, oh like in The Godfather. Yeah, we've seen this in the theaterism yeah. episode, right? Yeah, she's like, "Oh, what's my name? What's my name?" And she goes, "Ooh," and she just shoves some more food in there. I would think that you should only use gags that are designed for it, mm-hmm. just for safety purposes. There's even some that are breathable. They have like ball gags, but they have like a hole in them, so you can still breathe through the hole if your nose is stopped up and have allergies. Does that bring us to the FDI? It does. Uh, who would like to start us off? I'll go. A one for silent play because it's just being silent. Mm-hmm. Oh no, most gags are designed for safety. Yeah. If you if you're shoving foreign objects into your mouth that are not designed to, for gags, then yeah, probably a three. As I learned in junior high, do not ever shove one of those giant jawbreakers all the way into your mouth. As I also learned in junior high, (laughs) that is a very bad idea and it hurts your jaw very badly. It's very bad. But you come out the other side as an anaconda. (laughs) No. Uh, The jawbreaker comes out of your other side. My anaconda don't want no jawbreaker. You never got like a five foot uh, hero sandwich and just like dislocated your jaw. (laughs) 
<laughs> just started making it work. <laughs> Getting it down, like 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 gulping it down, yeah. like like where they yeah use you all see, their muscles to kind of when, push. When it I was young, I realized I didn't like the taste of food, so I found the most efficient way to eat was to just shove it all down my throat. <laughs> Let works. the stomach do all the work. The stomach acid it gets it gets shit done <laughs> quite literally. Yeah. Uh, what would I give this on the FDI? I think I would give this a one, except mm-hmm. I would still say anything involving gags is gonna probably take a two if not a high two like mm-hmm. a 2.75 I, I just think that uh if you're constricting the pers- ability to speak bad shit could happen mm-hmm. that's really only in conjunction with other fetishes this is pretty vanilla mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i think it's um definitely a one um unless you get into that power play where it's somebody telling you don't make any noise or having sex like then it's that, that kind of gets the creep factor going for me. This is more repressed think, than a fetish. Yeah, well, I think it, I think it also goes into just like a creepy power play. Like this is this is not good. As um, with any you're fetish, an object. Yeah. If, it, yeah. if it becomes yeah. abusive, then it's yeah. a five. I just worry about that stuff because sometimes these are like, okay, this is how it starts. He's you know this person started telling me don't make any noise while we're having sex, and so I literally had to like repress myself in order to. Like satisfy this person who had power over. Yeah, me, so. I mean, if, if anything genuine does come from this episode, I guess it's the idea that there's a fed. There's a difference between a fetish and a power play, mm-hmm. and the line can be confusing between the two. Mac Weldon, that's the underwear company. Thank you. Next. Well, I got caught off from my point that matters. <laughs> Sorry, um, but I already said everything I need to say. Anything else would just be rambling. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have anything else we want to go into? How much time do we got? Uh, about eight minutes. We can just round that up to an hour. Just- but I will say... We've only had eight... Done eight minutes? Jesus. <laughs> no, um, I do have to give you guys a little bit of a preview of what's on for next week. Let's get it on. Oh. Donkey Kong. Uh, very close. Very close. It's not Donkey Kong. It is My Little Pony and Bronies. Holy shit, we finally made it. Yes, and I am so excited. I even got stickers for it. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to wear one on my hat. Yeah. I sat, uh, I used to sit next to a dude in a night class that I took for college Hmm. and he had a My Little Pony hat and he used to have a power play in the class where he would belch as loud as he could to try and like as a way of like daring people to like challenge him Mm -hmm. in this weird like masculinity (laughs) thing. Huh? It's like Gundam guy? No, different guy. There was Gundam guy and there was My Little Pony hat guy Mm -hmm. and he was like a deep red state red pillar who would just belch as loud as he could to try and challenge the professor's authority, and he wore My Little Pony clothes. But that's not the entire My Little Pony community. Not at all. We'll have to dig into that next week. Well, seeing as we're not going to have time, what would your My Little Pony persona be? My Little Persona. Who would be your My Little Persona, Dana? All I can think of is Care Bears. Well, make it just apply that, but make it a pony. Mine would be Rainbow Dash. No, you have to make up your own, Oh, stupid. Mine would be Apple Jacks. You have to make up your own, stupid. Are those actual yes, ponies? Those are both my little... Mine would be the black one. <laughs> There's no black one. There is a black one. Mine would be work boss pony. No, it That's has good. to have some stupid pun name. <laughs> oh, it's got to have a pun. Okay, I'll have a better, I'll have a better one we report next week. Applejacks? How's it a pun? She likes apples. She works on a farm. That's not and a there's pun. there's a cereal called Apple Jacks. That's not a pun. It's a pun. <laughs> it's a, fine. It's a reference. Bye. You didn't answer. Library pony. 